Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I, I don't mean to pull the curtain back on how stupid I am, but how do you make pickles? Cucumbers, yeah, vinegar, or whatever. Yeah, salt. And 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 you have to like heat them up or something. You, is that what you do? You heat I don't them know. Up? How, I don't know the they're just teeny little cucumbers? Where, no, do, where do you get the teeny cucumbers? Guys, First, them, no, they're baby and cucumbers. The they're aborted cucumbers. <laughs> All right. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news. Yeah, some bad news. Uh, This week, news came out that they are merging the PGA and the Live Golf Tour, which blew us away when that news came out. Because what are you talking about? Like, the PGA, you wouldn't think, needs the money of the Live Golf Tournament. They've been embroiled in all these lawsuits for a long time. And you've got the heritage. Yeah, but for whatever reason, money talks. Like you were saying yesterday, Audrey, and the uh, the PGA Mm -hmm. announced earlier this week that it's formed an agreement with DP World Tour and the Saudi-backed Live Golf Tournament to form a new collectively owned entity. And, of course, a number of the PGA members are furious about it because there was all these guys, Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, big names that were jumping ship to go to live and got paid these huge paydays. And then there was the guys that stayed loyal to the PGA. And they're like, no, even though they're dangling all this money in front of me, I'm not going to go over there. I'm holding on to what, you know, the heritage, the important things, you know, like I I want to be able to play in the majors. I want to be able to play in, you know, these important tournaments that have, you know, that have been played for a hundred plus years. But then there's also like the moral side of things with the Saudis and blood money and yeah. you know murdering journalists treating women horribly yeah. strong ties to 9-11 like there's that whole group of families that lost loved ones in 9-11 and they're furious about it and then made public statements but I mean more than anything if I'm a golfer and I got offered you know 300 million dollars and I turned it down to stay loyal to the PGA and then they come in and just scoop up all the money you're like what the hell, man? Why yeah. did I? Why did I stay with you guys? It kind of just makes me a little sick to my stomach thinking about how easy it is to sway somebody. Yeah, just you know dollars. what I mean. Just, just like for, like you said earlier, Dave, like for the ability to like with to just not take the money grab and just stand your ground because you just hope that the like the morality of the PAGA would like you know with like be okay for a little bit like for a little while longer. I don't know. It's just a very. Um, it, I don't want to. I'm stuttering so much because I'm trying to self uh, like self uh, censor censor myself because I know that you know it's a really touchy subject for a lot of people. Probably there's a lot of views on this, but I just it's it just sucks that money is one of the easiest things to sway a human's mind, especially people that are already rich, right? It's yeah. like yes. the PGA doesn't need the money. <laughs> if they were like a fledgling brand that needed to survive, you kind of understand that. But if you're like you're already so flush with cash and sponsors and TV it's deals sick. and everything else, it's sick. It's just wild to me. So. Like, how much more money do you need? Right, and again, dirty <laughs> money at that. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Sick. I understand why they're upset. Some good news today as well, and, you know, uh, you always got to be cautious with this sort of thing, but they're saying that a new cancer drug is offering very promising results. So, Love this. Uh, yeah, it's a once-a-day use of a targeted cancer pill. It's called Tegriso. It cut the five-year death rate in half for a subset of patients who had early-stage lung cancer, according to a new clinical trial. So, you're not talking about you know, traditional chemotherapy or something like that. You're talking about just taking a pill once a day and it cutting the five-year death rate in half. Unbelievable. I mean, cancer, unfortunately, affects so many people. Mm -hmm. 
And, uh, you know, it's something we can't get away for. You know, I've always said the next major step in, you know, human evolution and in, you know, quality of life is when we find, when our scientists find a way to eradicate cancer. And, man, this is... And then charge us for it. Yeah. Well, they're going to do it either way, right? It's like, I'd rather get charged for the treatment that's going to cure me as opposed to the treatment that I'm probably still going to die. And be really sick with, for sure. And, I mean, this, you know, I don't think it's going to be like a snap of the fingers overnight where they just discover the cure for cancer. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be steps like this where they find drugs that are very promising and they expand upon them. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, hopefully, eventually one day they find a cure or a vaccine, something. I like mean, that. yay science, man. I know. Isn't Shout it nice, out. Isn't it nice that there's people out there that are just so much Not smarter than us? pieces of garbage like us. Yeah. Yeah. the Saudis have funded <laughs> the cure for cancer. You know what? No, they wouldn't fund that because that would be a good thing. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, you were just showing me a video of a guy jumping into what looked like a lake, but apparently it was a river and there was a really strong current. And, I mean, he was struggling to get back to the dock while swimming. I hate videos like this. That t- that video was just titled, Maybe. He was swimming at his peak. You know, he jumped like two feet off this little dock area. Ju- dove right in and, and then tried to swim back to the, the dock. Ladder. And was, you know, at a full, like... Uh, as fast as he could possibly swim. Yeah, and then still, it looked like a pretty strong swimmer as well. Yeah, and yeah. still was having a hard time getting back. Water and currents like that, I'm done. I'm done with. My wife and I, you know, we love snorkeling, but with all this crazy stuff going on in the world, the, the shark her leg bit off and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're like, uh, maybe we just... Maybe we just hang out on the beach. So you're going to now kill snorkeling from the repertoire, even though you love it so much? Maybe. I it depends what the wife says. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's, you know... If less physical activity, the better for me. <laughs> but man, when it comes to, you know, all bodies of water being terrifying, I mean, obviously the ocean is the scariest, you know, because there's things like sharks and killer whales and stuff that can just straight up eat you. Yeah. Uh, but then there's also like all of the new stuff that they're finding or the really weird things that will wash up from time to time. Mm-hmm. But then you start thinking about, you know, lakes and rivers. I mean, the hierarchy has got to go. Ocean, easily the scariest, because even if something isn't trying to eat you... What about the swamps? It's Uh, it's between lakes or... or, Excuse me. It's between oceans or swamps, because at least there's beautiful parts of the ocean. You know, you're like, oh, this is beautiful. Yeah, but there's There's also... fish. There's also, like, (laughs) weather in the ocean that can just straight up murder you. Sure, but when have you ever been to a swamp and you're like, there's I bet there's something beautiful in that swamp. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm with you, but, like, a swamp feels... More manageable in a lot of ways. Like you can, you think you have a shot against like an alligator or an anaconda or something. I, I mean, I've got, I've got a shot against most things. One of those boa constrictors that they that somebody in Florida put into the Everglades. Yeah, that has grown to be thirty eight feet long. But there, there is no like having a shot against just the ocean if it gets angry at you. Yeah, you know. Um, but just lakes themselves are probably the safest, right? Probably, Probably, yeah. I mean, not massive currents traditionally. Well, I'm going to uh, to introduce you to another reason to fear rivers and lakes. And this is a guy who lives in Italy. Uh, he was out there noodling, trying to catch some catfish. As Has you anyone do. ever been noodling, Audrey? No, I've seen it because it's huge in the south. But I didn't know people in Italy were noodling. I did not know that there was a big thing in this Italy. Is you got a bunch of hillbillies in, in Italy in too. Mm-hmm. Man, that's the thing. It's like we we always think that. Yeah, like the hillbillies of America are. Yeah, unique. we have a, we have a, we have a, we have a. Uh, what is that? A monopoly on the hillbillies? We do not. And stupid people. No, no, they're literally everywhere. Everywhere, and it's kind of the same thing. Like you get it outside of any major metro area. Yeah, like if we were to go to Italy, you're gonna go to like Rome or Florence or something. Athens. Oh, that's Greece. But you, exactly, <laughs> Venice. You know, areas like that that are like the big Paris. tourist traps. 
Oh God! That's in, is that is that in Italy also? No, no, he, no he, London, you know beautiful better. idiot. Uh, <laughs> but this this guy over in Italy, uh, he was catfishing and he caught himself a catfish. That is absolutely mortifying. How big is this catfish? Over nine feet long. You want to see this thing? Oh my God! It looks like a snake. It looks like a giant. I've never seen a eel. Is what it looks like. To oh, me. That's, that is hor- so that's a disgusting. catfish. Yes, that's a. Catfish. I mean, you're right. It looks like a. Oh God! It, so, it, it, does, it does look like an anaconda. It looks like an anaconda from the movie Anaconda. It does not look appetizing, actually. And, I want to eat that. Uh, no, because they are bottom dwellers. Are kind of like the the, the sucker fish. Yeah, you, you got you got fried. Uh, I mean, if you got if you're gonna eat, if you're gonna eat catfish, you got they fried. eat like license plates. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, and she, probably in this case, children. Like, there's no way that that thing has not eaten at least a quarter. There's some human teeth in that. Some Italian mobster has dumped whatever human in that water, and that guy has gotten that He's big like, because boom. he is feeding on humans. <laughs> uh, so. What what really sucks for uh, the previous record holders is that this particular catfish at not over nine feet long, it was nine feet and four point two inches long, is one and a half inches longer than the previous record breaking catfish. There's more than so, nine foot. Somebody catfish? in Germany caught a huge catfish earlier this year as well, and it was nine feet and. Th- Two point something. See, this long. is why I know that America, like the America centrism, has just gotten to me because I just did not know that catfish existed in Germany and Italy. Yeah, you like, thought, did yeah, you guys again, know that? You, I had no we clue. We thought we had a lock on hillbillies and catfish, and <laughs> no. no, we do not. That is this is not America the Great. This is not the Great America. Not the I thought America it was. That I grew up in. That, <laughs> it's that not, I know. man. Come on, close our borders to the catfish. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them out. Don't let them out. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. Love the show. I do have one question, though. Dave, why do you always ask Mahoney if he wants good or bad news if the answer is always bad news? Have a great day, guys. Message deleted. Because nobody wants to lead with the good news and then get hit with the bad news after the fact. That is, in fact, the other day I asked somebody that question just randomly. Hey, do you want, you know, I've got some good news and bad news. Like, what do you want first? And they were like, give me the good news. And I was why like, would you what, lead what with that? What are you that? doing? Why, no, you got to get the bad out of the yeah. way. What are you doing? What you doing, Tear? I feel like I would just say good news and let's forget about the bad news, you know? Let's just never talk about it again. Let's never discuss it. You like to repress things. I am very fantastic at that. <laughs> um, but no, I think that the bad news never really is ever that bad on the show anyways. It doesn't seem like it's that bad after you get the good news, you yeah. know? But the good news is always like, and somebody won the lottery. And then that's horrible news because the person who won the lottery is not me. <laughs> that's fair. Not yet. Because you you're not playing. You're not playing. You I'm coward. not playing because you bought a lotto, you bought a lotto ticket yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't bought a lotto ticket yet because I am bad right. luck. You can't and win if you don't play. Please leave a message after the tone. I just realized the lottery got to us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've been, we, we've been brainwashed. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Can someone tell me why corduroy clothes went away? They were like a thing for a while. And then just one day, they disappeared. Message Dude, I remember deleted. buying a pair of corduroy pants yeah. thinking I was so cool. I have cords. Do you really? Yeah. They've been back for like 
two years. Are they back? I mean, I feel like they... I say this as a person who is 30, who is trying to glom on to the youth. They are not back for 40-plus-year-olds because nobody who is (laughs) 40-plus has ever tried to get in on a trend ever. Oh, no, there's plenty of dudes who are out there, and it's just... I feel like if you are 40-plus years old, and you haven't figured out your style or like who you are and you're still just desperately trying to chase every fashion trend that exists man you that's so just then got, how are you supposed to dress then i mean for guys how it's you different. always dressed no like you for just guys pick a, it's so different you pick a lane and then you go like there was a day i decided that's i'm the girls- hawaiian shirt tommy bahama guy that is the lane i have been riding out for the last what five six years now, that's at what, least that, yeah. that's because what I'm going guys' to die. clothes never change. Your all's clothes seriously never ever change. Women's change all the oh, time. We're not we're not talking about what women decide to do. Like we we have no concept of that. We're idiots. No, we, we don't know what we're talking about. We're just saying for us, like we've. You're right. Like we've all chosen our own lane. Like what, how we dress. We went through too many phases. Yeah. Like I mean, we were Dave and I were in Las Vegas. Affliction Bros. Yes. We had Affliction every Because you were 20. You were in your 20s. And frosted tips. And, and a that thumb was what ring. was popular. Yeah. And I look back at those pictures and I'm like, I wish cameras didn't exist. Yeah. That, that was an embarrassing time. That was like those, when cameras were starting to get good. Those too. should have been the best photos of our life, Mahoney. Yep. We, we looked the best that we were ever going to look and somehow we ruined it. By wearing affliction shirts and spiking our hair up and too much Aquanet. I thought I looked horrible in high school. I did. But, like, all I wore in high school was basically super preppy stuff like polos every day in khakis. And and polos and khakis, yes, I mean, I look like I I work at a Best Buy, but it's a classic look. (laughs) It's never going out of style. I'm like, man, I look good then. Don't you hate it when you're at the Best Buy and everyone just thinks you're on the geek squad even though you're not? So, with the Hawaiian shirt, tropical print thing, Uh I was at... A Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. People are asking you where stuff A few was. months ago, and there was an older lady who was asking me about what was going on. And uh, like, I, hey, I helped her, though. She did was you? Very, she was very nice. I knew where the stuff was. See, when I'm in a grocery store and somebody asks me where something is, I just tell them aisle 16 every time. Good luck. I feel like that's the dog food or that, like, weird, weird aisle. Yeah, it's like it's dog food and greeting cards. What, 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 just like what's a weird combination aisle. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Question for Mahoney. Mahoney, do you like your pillows? Are they super, super soft? Or do you like them nice and firm? Message deleted. Why do I feel like that guy was on cocaine when he called out? Hey, you like your pillows? You like pillows? Heart of of this soft. So the medium, what is it? I gotta know. (laughs) (laughs) I actually bring my own pillows when I travel now. Because I've become so... Of course you do. Like, I've I've worked for so long to try to find a pillow that really... Worked well for me. Wait, you fly with your own pillows? Oh yeah, I'll throw them. I'll throw them out of the suitcase because I go and I know. Well, that's like, oh, that's like, room. Two, it's like two whole suitcases. What are you talking about? They're down. It's down oh, pillows. You can they, they they compress. Yeah, they're you down. can roll them up. Mm-hmm. And so I found like very dense and fluffy down pillows is the way that I go. And I, I sleep with two of them. There's a company called Ling Cove that I, that I use. They're stupid expensive. But again, when it comes to sleeping and shoes and stuff like that, that's comfortable. Like I, I there, there's no amount of money that I will spend to to achieve that level of comfort. So there's your answer, guy. It's down and fluffy pillows. Okay, you're listening to Dave and Mahoney. 
So, Mahoney, you have agreed that you are going to abide by the audience's decision whether or not you're going to open this mystery package that has been at your house for, what, six weeks now? It's high time that we just make a decision on this, Dan. Did I say I would abide? I don't think so. I feel like that's the... You're, I think you're trying to talk law. me into no, doing something no, that I'm no. not necessarily comfortable with. No, that is the law of the show. Anytime that we take something and put it on the air, the audience gets to decide, and then we have to abide by it whether we want to or not. I don't think that's so how that like, works. So, like, same-side sitting, Dave. So you have to abide by being a same-side sitter because more people are on my side than yours. Good. Was, I'm glad that you said it. literally on your I'm side. So, yes, literally, on my <laughs> side of the bench. Snaz and warm and toasty over yeah, here. gross. Um, uh, no, I kept so, it warm. So you brought that to air as something whether or not you should be doing that, and the audience agreed you should be. You should be doing that. That was not a dilemma for me. Mahoney brought to air whether or not he should open his package. I don't know if I ever said I should open it. Dave's Dave. trying to peer pressure you, Mahoney. I'll so, open it if you're if you're a coward. If you're too scared, that's if, fine. If I'll you don't it. know, there has been several <laughs> new updates to this situation. I, you know, obviously renting a house. I get this has happened to me. You know, you move to a new place. I'm sure you've sent packages to your previous address depending on like whatever system you're using like Amazon or yeah. some of these other things where you've got all your information loaded totally, in there yeah. and it's like the one click and then you're yeah. like oh crap it's going to the wrong place now I'm sure that's what happened with this guy even though it's not an Amazon package so I don't know what it is it's got a, he's got a very interesting very unique name I found him on Twitter found him on Facebook found him on Snapchat Sent him a message. Which is wild, because if you've seen this guy's face, how old is he and why does he still have Snapchat? He's uh, mid, <laughs> mid to late 50s. Okay. Um, so his kids must have Snapchat But he's, he's definitely a he's definitely like a, a bro, is he? Oh, okay. no. He's living, no, he's just living a good life. He's living his life. So he's, like, he's, if, he's definitely like shirtless boat guy. Is he uh, really? All right. Shirtless boat guy energy. Shirtless boat guy with maybe some like enhancements. Oh, I can only imagine Does what's in this like box. Then. Tech implants? What are you talking about? Uh, there may be some substances that you could take that uh, oh, help sure. yeah. bulk up. And uh, So this this text message here uh, got sent over this morning, said, Good morning, Dan fam. As a guy who has a good friend that works in the post office, he recommends you go for it and give the people what they want. In the 10 years he's worked at the post office, <laughs> not once has he seen somebody get in trouble for something this like this. This is such a lie. <laughs> <Doesn't> it? <laughs> it's not me, it's go my friend. For it. Go Do for it. Do what you want. Uh-huh. Trusting an anonymous guy who's uh-huh. texting us at 833, yo dummy. Yeah, right. Uh, this one said, just open it, be a man. Oh, okay, because... Mm-hmm. Why you are you going to bring your manliness into this? Yeah, well, no, I, I, mean, just, I, I, take care, I, take, I take care of my family and... Uh, don't want to go to jail. Yeah, I'm not a piece of garbage. That's, that's manly Real enough for me. Real men leave their families and go to jail, Mahoney. That's right, for the entertainment of a local radio show. Uh, let's say we did get some messages as well to okay. our 833-YO-DUMMY voicemail line. And let's, uh, let's take a listen to a couple of those. Open the package. There could be an address and name on the inside so you could redirect it back to someone else. Open the package. That's smart. You'd be doing a service to this individual by potentially opening it. I mean, I've done a service to this individual. I found him on social media. I've messaged him about this, and it's 100% the same guy. I know it's the guy because looking at his social media, he's in the house. There's pictures of the house that I'm living in. Here's another one. Don't be afraid to open the package. Open the package. You guys make my day go by quick. I drive over the road. Dave, Mahoney, Audrey, you guys are great. Love your show. Love everything. My name is Pete. Just do it. Do it for Pete, Mahoney. Audrey, you said ooh when I said I saw pictures of the same house. Don't like that. I hated it. I know. I hated it so much. Someone I like else it. Again, I know some, somebody else has lived in this house. It's, it's a rental, you know, 
but seeing him in there and, and uh-huh. I just I just hate it. No, nope, like, nope. it, it feels feels like haunted almost. <laughs> the ghost so of Roy's past are haunting you. <laughs> I just kind of let you know that you can keep a package that was mistakenly given to you in the mail. There you go. So to be fair, my mom did get a package uh, delivered to her by accident. This is not this Christmas, but the Christmas prior. Uh, and so she, the address was wrong. She ends up calling Amazon and they're like, no, keep it. Amazon told her, but this was not an Amazon package, Dave. So this is not, you know, I don't have anybody to call to confirm or whether or not I can keep it. You can call me and I'll tell you, you can keep it. Boom. Problem solved. Last one. Hey guys, uh, for the package issue under state and federal law, recipients of unordered merchandise, may keep the goods and are under no obligation to pay for or return them, the recipient may treat the merchandise as an unconditional gift. Hope that helps. I don't know if I believe that or not. I don't know. That guy kind of sounded like a lawyer. He sounded like he knew what he was talking about. Or so, he was just reading Google. One well, here's, a, here's also another on the internet. Here's also another factor that we're not taking into what is going on here right now, Dave. So obviously I've sent this guy several messages from my account, which shows what I do on the radio. Oh mm-hmm. no, you did your personal. You well, I only had that's the only. That's, I don't. That's every the only- person in this room. The fact you don't have a finsta is crazy. A finsta. A fake Instagram, like you're like your front, like you're. It's like a side. No, I Instagram. have my my personal one, which I don't do anything on, and, and the show one. Wait, and do I you don't want a fake Instagram. No, this is what I'm saying. I'm shocked because Mahoney's so oh. paranoid that he doesn't that want he doesn't people to know yeah. like his real life. I'm just surprised he doesn't have a fence. But what if this roided out bro who, again, I found no less than 20 Crown Royal bags stuffed in a cabinet <laughs> when I moved in? Like, what if he what hears about this? this guy what emulates? if he hears about it? Yeah, what, what if? He knows where I live. What's he going to do? I've already sent... Him a message saying, I have your package. You know what? You got 24 hours, pal. We're opening the package tomorrow at this time if you do not claim it. I hope you're listening. You and all your steroids and your crown royal in tow. You can either show up and tomorrow? claim the package Already? within 24 hours or we're opening the package. That's Dave Farah talking. Yes, that is That's Dave not- Farah. You can come find me. Dave. Dave at Mahoney. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want it? Then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. You know, everyone is out there looking for love in their own special way, and some people think the answer to finding love is Craigslist. And sometimes it's not a specific person that they're looking for. It's just really, hey, anybody, somebody, come uh, come love on me. But in other cases, Mahoney, there are people that are out there very specifically looking for that person that they had the encounter with and they want more of. Dave, the misconnections section of the Internet is a special place where... Freaks come to find love, and we took a oath many years ago that we would help them fly their freak flags as high as they possibly can and help them find love. This first one is entitled, Looking for the Young Man Who Called Me. This is a man for a woman. Hey, we got disconnected. I thought you fit what I was seeking in a houseboy. Please call me again if you are interested. If others see this and are a young man interested in a position of houseboy, live in with free rent and food in exchange for housework, and someone who would like to go out and have fun or possibly travel, get a hold of me. It's I mean, this is somebody that is sounds like a like a sugar baby, but it is a dude version of who just cleans. Yeah, who just cleans and then also. Right, I got fun. an extra room. You could be a you could be a, a, a houseboy. You could be the houseboy for this dude. house girl. I yeah. feel like a houseboy is just an ornament. 
It sounds like he's willing to work, though, which does seem kind of appealing. Yeah, I mean, I don't want anything sexual. I just want somebody to clean my house. I mean, if you're, uh, you know, capable, can lift at least 50 pounds, and all you want is free rent and food, I, like, I'll find a room for you if you're willing to keep sure. the place clean, and yep. we can also go out and, like, slam some beers and watch the game. Sounds great. Uh, we, who knew we were going to uh, enter the world of houseboys today, Dave? What's funny is that I'm looking at Audrey to see if I can get any sort of read on her interest in houseboy, and she's the one person that does not appear to be interested at all. Uh, like, all. Ah, because I feel like this person would eventually become a user and abuser yeah. of the scenario. Well, we, Dave and I wouldn't be. We are, we're, we're just we just we're just cool. Yeah, but we'd be terrible. We don't want anything sexual. First off, we're not. Dave, you could not enough. stay in the house for that long. Nope. Mahoney, you could. Would hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Mahoney would just be in his room gaming, and they're like, "I thought you said you were going to clean." No, nope. I'll get to it when I get to it, baby. <laughs> uh, this is entitled "Giving Blood." This is a male for a female. Uh, you were sitting in the donor waiting area at the Red Cross, looking relaxed and cute as hell, and all. Your get out. I was in the recovery area, dizzy, eating an oatmeal raisin cookie. It seemed nice. like we had some nice eye, eye contact, but on top of being dizzy, I'm a bit shy. So I left without saying a word. Arr, you might be my type. If you were dizzy <laughs> and you got back into your car, that is not okay. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> forgets. Heavy machinery is your car. Is your car. That's what they're talking about. They Literally. should just say on those things. Do not operate cars while under this medication. And also, what kind of maniac chooses Oatmeal raisin. Maybe he was bamboozled. Hold on a second. Over chocolate like, chip. You don't like oatmeal raisin cookies? They're fine. No, oatmeal raisin is a nice little. Like, They're a low tier cookie. No, no, no. no. Oatmeal, oatmeal raisin chip. is hard to screw up. Chocolate chip. Too much variance. Like there's really good chocolate chip cookies, but there's a lot of like mid tier bad chocolate chip cookies as well. There's not enough oatmeal chocolate chip cookies out there. Is that a thing? I don't know. Ever had be. an oatmeal chocolate? Never heard chip of that. Cookie. It should have been. But I would eat it. I love oatmeal mm-hmm. and I love oatmeal cookies, but mm-hmm. I pick around the raisins. I ain't gonna lie. You don't I'm, eat I'm the raisins? No. I'm like, I really? spit them out. <laughs> well, next time you got to read that, that. I just spit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this last one is entitled Looking for Love, L-U-V. Okay. This oh. is a man for a woman. My nam, forgot the E, is Dwayne. I'm looking for a woman that licks the outdoors and not frad to get dirty and want a family. This person stopped school a little Dwayne's a simple soul who likes the outdoors and just wants to find some wants love, Wants to get Dave. dirty and wants a family, but he spelled want, W-H-U-N-T. Will hunt a family. Oh, <laughs> I will hunt a family. Was he like yodeling while he's typing? Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. You guys ever had a crazy ex before? A couple. Yeah. So I feel like everyone's kind of been through it where there's like maybe not a crazy ex, but at least the most crazy that you've had to deal with. But there's always levels to this sort of thing. And this is pretty high up there. A man was outside of his home in a gated community about to get into his car. And despite his ex being actually banned from the entire community, his ex-girlfriend, who's 21 years old, her name is Melissa Rodriguez, and, you know, attractive young lady. Yeah, she's not bad looking there's at a, all. There's a mugshot, right? So, I mean, pretty pretty attractive considering that's a mugshot. Bad Four. lighting in there, especially yep. the uh, fluorescent lighting of a police station. She had uh, snuck her way into the neighborhood, and uh, following their breakup, I guess this has been going on for a while, where she'd been cyber-stalking and harassing him uh. and all that stuff, and that's what caused the ban from the neighborhood and everything else. Um, she approached him as he was trying to get into his car, forcibly stopped him from getting into his vehicle, and then, as you do, to try to get back together with somebody, Mm -hmm. you pepper spray him in the eyes. Ah, nothing says true love like a mason in the eyes. I can't can't see you seeing anyone else, so Uh neither can you. 
Um, following the recovery from the injuries, Melissa was arrested at her place of employment. Oh, I love where does that. she work? I didn't Do say we know? where she worked. Oh, no, but man. They came and got her at her job. She gave me 7 Eleven vibes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, charged with multiple charges, including cyber stalking, burglary with assault, all of that stuff. So, Dang. Not, not great for Melissa. So, I've, I've never had an ex that's been like that sort of crazy. Me, me either. You yeah. know, I'm very thankful for that. I mean, they were all not, I mean, they all sucked. Don't get twice. But, I mean, like, I've never had somebody who's going to like c- come into my workplace and mace me in the middle of the night. Oh, no, that was his home. At his house. Yeah. Oh, even though still, she's banned worse. Even worse, right? But yeah, I just don't. I feel like I've been on a couple of dates with people yeah. like that where they, were they, giving they, mace, they had that potential. Mace you'd... And that's why it was like one date. And Let that's me stop. It. It. You can instantly feel the cringe that is coming from people yeah. sometimes. I just don't like. This guy made it very clear he did not want to talk to you. Like, what is there that you possibly have to say that's so important that you're like stalking, cyber stalking? People can't handle rejection. That's the biggest problem for men and women. Whenever you tell them that they don't want to be with you anymore and you kind of like a little crazy. I love whenever people say that. I like them a little crazy. It's like, do you you actually really like them a little crazy? See, Chris is shaking his head. He knows what I'm talking about. You you ready to get your face maced, man? Yeah, how she is. You know, you know what the, the, the sound of love for me is. Uh, is that what mace is? I thought I was. That was the sound of, of mace. It sounded like we were all getting like memory wiped from Men in Black. Yeah, so are we like uh, jumping in Star Trek? Or we're uh, getting ready to like Light go speed. to warp speed. Yeah. Or uh, something along those lines. Which, I mean, I feel like if you do like crazy, you would like somebody who would wipe your memory you, like men in black. Could you, see, Chris, yeah, you just to talk about that for one second. Gross, Dave. Stay oh, sorry. <laughs> Dude, like, could you imagine somebody showing up at your job? Like crazy showing up at your uh, job. I had That's somebody what, showing up at my job once. Yeah, it's happened to me once. Yeah. Showing up at my job, acting crazy, and I was working bar, and I was the only one there, and they came with their new sleigh of the day, whatever you want to call it. Sleigh really of the day. Whoever <laughs> they just wanted to, like, make out with in front of me, and I was like, oof. Wow. He kind of looked like a lesbian softball player, though. Like, okay. whenever he started yeah. doing, like, the man bun on top. Sure, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. all my girlfriends at one point were like, is that a man or a woman? I was like, I don't know, honestly. I, I, I he, he, he is just a very unique individual. Got into heroin. A oh, really he good did. guy. Right, yeah. awesome. Started stealing from AT&T. Nice. <laughs> He's going to pepper spray you next. <laughs> Dude, it was, a, it was a rocky road for that Whew. guy. I, I broke his heart. So uh, Darwin calling on line one for this individual, a 20-year-old dude by the name of Jacob Percival. Uh, he decided that he was going to be real funny on social media, and he was going to jump into the Bush Gardens alligator enclosure. Please tell me an alligator bit him. Yeah, I have got, no... Yeah, I he, have, he got eaten. He's very Joe Dirt-esque. No, he's, he's fine. He didn't oh, get bit. Okay. Unfortunately, he didn't get bit, which is unfortunate. But dude, if you're going to jump did, into an alligator enclosure, I have no sympathy if you get your ass bit or eaten. Well, that's good, no. though, because that means they were getting fed right. Mm, you know, like true. they weren't hungry yeah, enough, yeah. or maybe they'd just gotten fed. I 100%. I've never been to Bush Gardens, but I 100% would throw a hot dog in there. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Yeah. You'd like shoot it out your mouth like a can of funk. Gator's like, thanks, bro. Good looking up. Is that how Gator would sound? Like Coach O? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the LSU coach. Uh, hey, uh, thanks, nice buddy. I appreciate that, Hunter. Good line that. drive. Good line drive. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> this guy was uh, was arrested by, by police, and he tried to grab the officer's gun, which obviously is a huge offense, right? It's going to get you not only a bunch of jail time, also get your butt whooped. And as you can see with this gentleman's mugshot, he's got a black eye. That guy's... 
I mean, he's in. It looks to be in his fifties or sixties. Yeah, he's. Uh, he, I thought this was going to be like a twenty-year-old. No, he no, looks like no. Mr. Rogers. He looks like Robert Mitchum. Yeah. So the the cops actually showed up because they were responding to a crash at a gas station in Florida. When they arrived, they saw that the uh, the Ford Ranger that this fellow was driving had crashed the Ford into Ford Ranger. F- yeah, buddy, <laughs> they're back. Ford Ranger crashed into a fire hydrant, and uh, he appeared to be fairly drunk. Mm-hmm. And he did say that he had been drinking. And then he advanced towards the deputy in a threatening manner before hitting the cop and trying to grab his gun. But he didn't actually grab his gun. What did he grab? His weenie. He grabbed his weenie. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like, thanks, man. No. <laughs> he just tossed it out of his mouth. Appreciate the hot dog, brother. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you have a complaint? Yes. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. This is the voicemail. Please leave a yeah, the debate about sitting next to your girl, it's simple. If she likes you sitting next to her, you sit next to her. End of story. Message deleted. So Audrey is championing the cause of sitting directly next to your significant other in a booth or at a table when you go out to eat as opposed to, you know, like a normal person sitting across from them so you can have a conversation and not have to be all like touchy-feely while you're eating a blooming onion. Um, and Why I, do you say it with such disdain? Well, because I am very disappointed and I don't normally say this, in the listeners of this radio show for taking up and having your back in such a resounding way when I See, thought for sure. See, but it's not sure, your love language. It's my love language we're discussing here. And other people are also big fans of quality time and physical touch. Bleh. Yours is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And gifts. And gifts. And handies. Which is a gift. <laughs> that is a gift. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was really funny because it's all for not. My boyfriend's in your camp. Like, he God is totally him. like, why Team would I sit him. next to him? But I think that he, too, is embarrassed by the stigma that people like you, Dave, you're has a, created. You're ashamed of this relationship? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell no. Right. You, you, you want to hear something funny is that uh, my friend Matt was in town not that long ago and uh, there was a game on. It was the playoffs. We wanted to watch it. And we went out to this little steakhouse that I like. But we specifically got a table in the bar area because I know that's where the TVs are. And we wanted to watch the game. But it was at this weird angle where it was like kind of close up by the TVs. And the TVs are only behind the bar. And so... We had to sit on the same side of the table in order to watch the game. I love that for you. And not one, but two people came over. They're like, oh, is there two more people coming? We're like, no, it's just us. We're just... Holding hands underneath the table over here. Trying to watch the game. (laughs) And the manager came over. He's like, you want me to move you all? And we're like, yes. (laughs) Yes, we do. Thank you very much. Which is so crazy because that, like... Thinking that you guys felt uncomfortable enough to need to move is so silly. It gives no, me no, the same wasn't. vibes of guys not wanting to sit next to each other at like a baseball game, like leaving a seat in between them. That's just standard doing comfort. That. What are you talking what about? That's, you mean? It's yeah, standard it's all comfort. The, all, the, all, the, all the man sprint no, that we do. Yeah. It's not standard yeah. got to air out these boys. Everyone got their own armrest, you know. It's That's, way better if you spread out. Okay, so what if you're just don't have that option? Well, then so you, you're just uncomfortable for the entire time? Then you deal with it, but if you do have the option, then you make the change. Yeah, we scoot over. Dave, That's just plain silly. Dave and I, yesterday, we sat two seats apart. That's right. So we could spread out. That's right. But we did do why? that. Why? Yeah. Why do you feel the need to do that? Because well, sometimes I like a wide stance. And also, you know, Mahoney had already sat in my, my lap that morning, so like, why continue that? You know? Like, we'd had our cuddle session See, like I've got fat do. thighs, you he know, does. and they, 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 do yeah. they, what they do... It ain't, it's not great. 
They can. They. It's like. It's like a. It's like a. What are those things pressed? Those presses. Yeah. He's. He's a fat thigh guy. You're a panini press. That's right. Your thighs are a panini press. Yeah. Is that what you're talking? Mm-hmm. Old thunder thighs over here. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, isn't ham bacon with less fat? Am I wrong here? Message deleted. Ham is not bacon with less fat. No. What's the difference between bacon and ham? Probably just the just cut. The, yeah, part the of cut. it is and part of it, and it being fried. Where's the bacon come from? Different part of the pig. Is that like the bacon booty? Well, it's no, like pork por- shoulder and, and pork butt. Yeah, why like- are they the same thing? I'm so confused. But you can use that for uh, like pulled pork, mm-hmm. pork shoulder, and pork butt. And are, is the shoulder technically the butt? Hoppa said the bacon is the belly. Yeah, mm, that like pork sense. belly. The pork. So pork belly is bacon, but I thought pork belly was its own thing. It I'm is, confused. but it's just thicker. Different parts. Uh, maybe yeah. the lining. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I See, I have a disassociation when it comes to animals and, and meat. I don't put them together. Like, I just know this is tasty. It's in front of me. I'm like, oh, this used to have a, a family and feelings and stuff. I don't, I don't think a about it. A family? Why are you going to bring a family to this? <laughs> I just don't <laughs> think of that. His kids still miss him? I just, found out, I just found out that chicken tenders are not chicken breast cut thin. What are chicken tenders? They are part. They're underneath, like the breast and like by the like the ribs. Really? Like they're yeah, their they're own fat, thing. They're fattier. Yeah, they're, they're, they, taste, they are their own thing. I always just thought better. it was breast. No, you can just buy thin. straight up chicken tenders. They're my favorite. I always at, buy them. At but the grocery store. I thought that I was just doing whatever, but kind of like how whenever you go to the produce section and you just go ahead and buy the watermelon cut, mm-hmm. I was thinking that I was doing the pre-cut the pre-cut breast. Cut breasts. <laughs> I just never I mean, knew we've that. Never, I mean, but how? Again, and not I'm that, not sitting here defeathering yeah, we're a chicken. Not, no, I, I, my, my grandfather grew up on a farm. He actually was a hog. His first job was a as a hog salesman, like would sell his family's hogs in town. No way. He actually sold. Your grandfather's walking up and be like, "Hey, you want to see my hogs?" <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good sales pitch. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I know we've had people say this before, but I truly believe that um, Mahoney would make a great actor. It's not just because he's charming and handsome or, like, even that good at acting. He's just really good at being a liar. Uh, That's, like, the perfect profession for a guy like him. See, this is where you're wrong. I'm not a good liar. Like, anybody who knows me, like, Dave's known me for 20 years. My wife's known me for 13 years. Like, I have a look. That's just a dead giveaway yeah. when I'm lying. Yeah, and Mahoney's and not, not a particularly good poker player, liar, any of that stuff. The only person that Mahoney is really good at lying to is himself. That's right, because I don't see my face. That's right. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So what's something significant that you have forgotten recently? Uh, this one from Hoppa in our Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney said, I forgot that I had to catch a 7 a.m. flight last Tuesday morning for a work trip I scheduled a month ago. I remembered at 11 p.m. on Monday night. So 11 p.m. Monday night, you realize you have to be on a flight in eight hours and you haven't packed, you haven't done uh, anything. That's not that big of a deal. Just uh, wake up a little early and pack. I mean, like, I'm glad you remembered. It's not like you missed the flight. So that's good so news. So are you guys, do you pack in advance? I know Dave doesn't and you don't either. No, I do. But I'm, I'm just saying that, like, it could have been worse. I mean, it depends on how far in advance you're speaking. If you mean, like, hey, I've got an 11 o'clock flight, I'm going to pack at nine. Yes. In advance. Boom. Done. I, I saw a meme the other day that said there are two types of people in the world. A person who packs literally the morning of the flight and it probably has to do laundry and a person who packs two weeks before said trip and they always marry each other. They find each other and marry yep. one another. Every yep. single time. Uh, Raida said, I left my purse in the shopping cart at a Home Depot parking lot. 
I realized about two miles away, purse oh. in the shopping cart. Uh, after I left, thank goodness, uh, somebody turned it in and I got it back. Good Oof. people out there still, man. Yeah. I know somebody who forgot their birth control for two days and then uh, had a kid. Ah! <laughs> Jeez. Wow. She tried to load a- up on three days like she did the, the, the triple... The triple pill. You have yeah. to take it at the same time every day. Wow. Yeah, man. And we were all like, we were freshmen in, in college. And she was Ooh. like, well, I got to drop out. And we we're like, oh, Kadoki, But the kid's great. It's like it's 12 a, years oh, old now. That's I wonderful. just called it an it. He is 12 years old okay. now. He's 12 years old. Yeah. So it's good. Maybe he's a clown. She's a, she's a, <laughs> no, he's a sweet boy. Go to baseball. <laughs> said it. It's okay. I got <laughs> yeah. It. Uh, so here's what's going on with me. Um, we just moved into the new house this past weekend, and you know, very exciting. Even though it's only kind of halfway done, it's still enough where we're like still really enjoying living there. You've you know? got uh, renovations currently happening They're as you're literally there. at the house right now, working on it. And so, how many nights have you been in the house now? Uh, we Sunday night was the first night. So uh, you know, we get into the house, and my wife comes to me on Sunday night. And she goes, hey, I was going to give one of the kids a bath and there doesn't appear to be any hot water coming upstairs. And I was going, like, why isn't there any hot water? Maybe you need to turn the... Uh... And, and thought maybe it, the pilot light went out on yeah. the, the water heater, which mm-hmm. has happened before. And, you know, I, I know how to relight that. So I'm like, let me you go take a re- look. You know how to relight the pilot yeah, light? That's right. That's right. Damn. And so I, <laughs> I go down to the garage and I pull off the little, little shield. And I'm like, pilot light's out. I know what to do here. And then all of a sudden it dawns on me. I know what to do here, but it's not going to do any good because while I've gotten all of the other utilities turned on, I totally forgot about gas. So your gas is going to be connected to the hot water and also your stove and also your and um, dryer as well, which is so random. I forgot about the dryer. Yeah, man. Oh my so God. you need to try and figure ah. out what you're going to do oh with the clothes. Oh, my God. No wonder those clothes didn't get dry. I am telling you this from experience. I forgot about the dryer. Yep. Oh, no. I know, man. That so sucks so bad. The, so the reason why it, it, it didn't even dawn on me is because the kitchen is one of the things that's being renovated. So it's just torn up. So we were not using the kitchen at all. Yeah. And so otherwise, you know, going to turn on the stove would probably be the first thing that tipped me off. Mm. Hey, you dummy, you forgot to do this, even though I had like multiple weeks to do it. And so because dryer's not working, stove's not working, but also no hot water for showers. And so I don't want to say my family is furious at me, but I did ask my seven-year-old I took my iPhone and I put it on voice memo and I asked her to go record something to me in the other room, how she feels about this. And she did. Oh, gross. So this is this is Sienna just giving me her thoughts. I haven't heard this yet. Let's just have a listen. Dad, how could you not get the gas turned on? Now I'm freezing when I take showers. This is terrible. I can't live like this. I'm not going to say you're a bad father, but I'm not going to not say you're a bad father. Are you getting forgetful in your old age, Fatty McDaddy? I'm not mad at you, Dad. I'm just disappointed. Oh, my God. This is Dave and Mahoney. So, as you guys know, I screwed up, and uh, my whole family has been mad at me. And for pretty good reason, I... um, Forgot to get the gas turned on at our house that we just moved into. I thought I had done everything, and then I realized, oh, the reason why the shower is cold is because there's no hot water, and the reason there's no hot water is because the pilot light is out on the hot water heater, and that's because I didn't turn the gas off. Do they normally turn the gas off in between... Residents? Uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, the the people like that I, fully the, turn it off. The people that I bought the house from, I think, like the second that we took ownership of it, were like, Whoop. no. I mean, I know you like say no, we're not turning it off. You but, wouldn't like, do it for I electric. I didn't think the gas company. I thought the gas company would have to like come out there physically 
and turn it off. It seems like it's a lot easier to turn it off than it is to turn it on. And, and the reason I say that is because I realized it over the weekend that I hadn't turned the gas on. And so I set an appointment. And so you're talking about several days mm -hmm. of having to deal with no way to wash clothes because you can't dry them because the dryer is also gas. And then... Obviously, you can't cook anything because there's no gas. You know, fireplaces, things like that wouldn't work. That's something you can live without. But long story short, uh, the, the family hasn't been thrilled because it is my responsibility. And so I asked my kids to record some things. Livia <laughs> is a uh, you know, standard middle child, you know, like loves attention, but she's got a big personality. And she is absolutely the spark plug of the family, man. Like, I love Olivia. She's always performing, always on, but also will tell you exactly how she feels at all times. So, same thing. I handed her my iPhone. I started recording with a voice memo, and this is what she came back with. Daddy, how could you not turn on the gas? How dare you? I'm breathing. I can't even take showers right now. Do you want me to be a stinky baby? <laughs> if nobody likes me, it's all your fault. And I'll track you down in the middle of the night and hit you with a pillow and hammer. What? And hammer. And a hammer. So that, let me, let, let me, let me run that back one more time because first off, she blames me. She said, if I'm the stinky kid and nobody likes me, it's all your fault. And then she said, I'll track you down in the middle of the night and hit you with a pillow, which is kind of cheeky. And, and a hammer. Daddy, how could you not turn on the gas? How dare you? I'm breathing. I can't even take showers right now. Do you want me to be a stinky baby? If nobody likes me, it's all your fault. Then I'll track you down in the middle of the night and hit you with a pillow and hammer. I mean, we, we oh, golfed so yesterday, cute. Dave, and sweat quite a bit. Did you not shower before no, I, the show? I showered. I just, I'm just dealing with it. You're just powering I'm through? Just, I'm like, I know that I can get through this, man. Hey, who's the one that moved in here and forgot to turn the gas on? Is that you? That'd be me, Dave. Yep, I screwed up. Sorry. Oh, hey, man, that's all right. But saying now, if you had done it in the uh, wintertime, you wouldn't have a furnace either. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of glad that it happened in summer because the AC is working. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, the family has been fairly relentless and not letting me forget that I screwed up. Hey, 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 hey. You're only human, brother. You're only human. Keep your chin up. Be positive. You'll be all right. Thank you. And hopefully I don't get murdered by my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Baseball bat would be a little bit easier to destroy the uh, evidence <laughs> as long as it's not aluminum and a wooden baseball bat. Hey, don't give her <laughs> ideas, man. What are you doing? <laughs> that way she can burn it and get rid of the evidence. I literally just got the call from the gas company that they are headed to my house right now. They heard that you were going to get beaten by a pillow and a hammer. And a hammer. But by so, your daughter, so um, they immediately yeah, got she put the, the hammer over his face and beat him with it? Is that like <laughs> I what's feel going like on? you put the pillow over the face and then beat with the hammer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like you just fill the pillowcase full of hammers. Do not show your <laughs> yeah, do not show your daughter full metal jacket. I man. will not. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah, um... Dave and Mahoney present. Uh, fast, fast food, food freakouts. Shut up and listen to my order. Jenny is joining us for a round of fast food freakouts. How are you today? Good, thank you. How are you? Excellent. So Mahoney is the world's leading fast food forensic expert. He's going to be trying to help you out today. So is Audrey, but let's not kid ourselves. Mahoney is the star of this segment. Jenny. All right, I'm going to lean on them. I've been to 17,137 McDonald's. Over the last seven years mm -hmm. in the continental United States, not including Alaska and Hawaii, even though I have been to McDonald's in Hawaii. 
What is your favorite fast food restaurant for reference, Jenny? For breakfast? For just in general. For, just just any time of the day. I'm going to go with Sonic for their tater tots. Woo-wee. Good choice. You know what? Those tater tots, even better if you dip them in mustard. America would be better Ooh. if we had more tater tot options. It's true. <laughs> I actually made my, the uh, the kids some tater tots in the air fryer the other night, and they weren't really that into them, and so I ate them all. So did you really make it for the kids? Well, in a roundabout way, I did not. <laughs> all right, so here we go, Jenny. We got a total of three of them. We'll give you the setup, and then we'll give you multiple choice after we uh, hear the audio. The first one here is a worker remaining pretty polite while a customer is demanding their money back. This is call me an idiot. You think it'd be nice to you now? Please give me my money back. You were acting like. Here. I thought you were acting like. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The customer is always right. Don't you? Didn't you take customer service? Don't you know what customer service is? Oh, I'm not a customer. Okay, I just gave you money and I want my back now. Okay, so was that A, a Popeyes, B, a Jack in the Box, or C, a Taco Bell? Oh, this is a real hard one. There's not a lot to go on here. Jack in the Box. They didn't give us any reference. Yeah, there was there wasn't a lot one. of a lot of clues in that audio. So you can really hear much. Popeyes, right. a Taco Bell, or a Jack in the Box. For so whatever reason, I feel like I want to say Popeyes because I feel like that energy that was, my was initial matching gut. whatever energy she was expecting. That was mm-hmm. my initial gut feeling as well. Can we hear it just uh, one more time? Sure. This is call me an idiot. You think it'd be nice to you now? Please give me my money back. You were acting like. Here. I thought you were acting like. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The customer is always right. Don't you? Didn't you take customer service? Don't you know what customer service is? Uh, Oh, I'm not a customer. Okay, I just gave you money and I want my back now. She said that she called her a hoe. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's not uh, Taco Bell behavior. Okay. Can we remove Taco Bell from this equation? Uh, Yeah, you can remove Taco Bell. Absolutely. So it comes down to either a Popeye's or a Jack in the Box. I don't think this is a Jack. I mean, it could be a Jack in the Box. It could be. This is tough. This is. Why the game's hard. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Audrey, though. I'm leaning towards the energy that you're pushing back on is Popeye's. So, uh. Jenny, what's the final decision here? Do you want to go with Popeyes or Jack in the Box? I feel the same way. I'm going to go with Popeyes. Guys, it's a good guess, but the, I think the clue here is that it's it's incorrect. Uh, Popeyes, oh. they, they would not have been that polite. I mean, she wasn't. No, she wasn't not I mean, she polite. she wasn't throwing hands. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. There hasn't been a fight in a Popeyes in, since the chicken sandwich debacle. That was a mess. All right, so that one incorrect, but here we go on to the oh, next no. one. Uh, it's busy, and this man is complaining about how slow things are moving, and he starts insulting a worker in the back, telling him he needs to move faster. It's called customer service. I'm going to get somebody up here in the well. Don't you worry about it. Just do your job. I'm doing my job pretty damn well. Well, I guess you could if you want the back, if you want the backlash. Okay. Tons of weird beeps. Yeah, there's what? a lot going on there. Is that A, a Chick-fil-A, no. B, a Five Guys, or nope. C, a McDonald's? That's a McDonald's. 100%. 100% McDonald's. I don't think so. I think it's no. a Five Guys because it sounds like pretty open. You think it's a Five Guys? It might be kind of tricky to figure this one out. <clears throat> really want you to get this one right, Jenny. It's very important. That Jenny, you get this one right. Mahoney and I are a little confused. What are you going with? We, I, would, I would just say that Mahoney guessed McDonald's, Audrey guessed Five Guys, and I wouldn't necessarily follow either of their lead. What was the third choice? Chick-fil-A. 
as hard as it may be to believe that that would happen in Chick-fil-A, it is possible. I'm going to go with Chick-fil-A. Wow. How did you get that right? That is correct. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I'm shocked that's a Chick-fil-A. I am too because the guy was clapping back at him. Like normally the, the right. manager would run over and be like, please, let's pray. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because he knows that one day he's going to be a franchisee owner and you're going to have to put some people in line. Did you know is, you yeah. have to work at Chick-fil-A oh, for yeah. like three years in order to be a yeah, franchisee? And they only rent like 60 a year. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It ain't easy. But I mean, there's a level of customer service that you expect. I'm just shocked that things were moving slowly to Chick-fil-A. I will tell you, I am I am bamboozled. I am, I'm, I am blown away that was a Chick-fil-A. 0 for 2 today, Mahoney. Got to step it up. Here we <laughs> go. On to number three, and this is the win or the loss right here. A woman okay, being I very- I guys to pull through for me. Let's do it. We can do this. Jenny, oh. you got it yourself, girl. <laughs> uh, a woman being very disrespectful to the person making her sandwich, so they just stopped helping her and, and went on to the next customer, which... Love is, that move. ...is oh. a move. Here we I go. I love that. But finish my sandwich. No, I don't finish because you, you need to respect me. Well, you need to respect your customers, and I will tell them you don't respect your customers. Would you finish my sandwich? Oh, finish my sandwich. All right, you're going to be reported. Oh, my God, I just a love that so much. cold-cut trio. I mean, the level of passion. Finish my sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> sandwich. Sandwich. Finish my sandwich. It sounds, it sounds like somebody's like, like you're a proclaimer for her, like, a, like an English court. <laughs> is that well, a... She was very Southern. Uh, Subway. Was that, uh, was that a woman? That was a Southern woman. Was it? Okay. I couldn't, couldn't really yeah. tell. Yeah. Uh, is that A, Subway, B, Jimmy John's, or C, Panera? For the win or the they're loss. Not, they're not finishing a sandwich. You're not. A sandwich. It's not a. Sandwich. It's not a Panera, for sure. Not a Panera. Okay. Can we, can we eliminate Panera? Finish my sandwich. 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 Yeah, Southern. Are Does we, Subway have a cold cut tree? That's what I'm See, trying to wonder. This is, this is where I fall. I fall this is where familiar. I fall down, and I apologize for my lack of expertise here because most sandwich places make you walk in, and that is too much work for me. So you're not a sandwich guy, I'm not, okay. because, unless it's got a drive-through. But even then, it's you know it's kind of slow most of the time. I don't feel like that's the optimal fast food for me. So I apologize with my uh, my lack of knowledge here. Cold cut a tree. Jimmy John's or a Subway where there are options. I will say that I know a Subway does have a cold cut trio. They do that. have a cold cut trio. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Subway on that. Okay, for the win. How did you know it, Jenny? You got it. It's a mystery. Yeah. Now finish making my sandwich. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Oh, boy. It's big. Mahoney, if somebody came to you right now and said, hey, I want you to go on my bachelor party with me, would you? No. You I mean, it depends on where it is, what. Like, I'm not going to a night out at a strip club. No. But like any of that. But if you were like, hey, we're going to go to Hawaii and golf. And golf yeah. Uh, you know, I'll be like, okay, maybe. Because See, that's like on par for your all's age group, which sounds fun. Yeah. I'm like sure. You're, you're talking to dudes who are going on their third marriage. I don't want to go. I don't want to go to Cabo. I'm not trying to go to like. Oh, I don't know about that. Cabo's pretty fun. <laughs> I, can, I can do Cabo. No. That, that'd be, you're, you're thinking like Cancun. You're like, uh, we ain't going to Senior Frogs. Okay. Like, Cabo, you can have a good time. Have you been to Cabo? No. 
Then stop talking trash about Cabo. I enjoy Cabo. I think I've been been to... No, Cabo, you'd remember. I've been to Cozumel. That is much different than Cabo. They haven't seen your frogs in Cozumel. (laughs) Cozumel, I I was there with you. It was because you got off a cruise ship and walked into the... Port city of Cozumel. That's that, that's a lot different. That's but right. You would just be like beaching it. I get it. Like you, you know, like the whole like let's go rip it up for a, a, a shady night at the, the trailer no. double wide strip club. Like that's that's not. The I only want to do things that I'm already going to do. So this was a hell of a bachelor party. Uh, police are investigating a small plane on an Ontario beach. This is in Canada, and they learned that the aircraft had sank overnight, and then had been fished out of the water by a bachelor party. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> they, 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 you know those guys had uh, overserved themselves. So a 31-year-old man had flown the plane in from Ottawa the previous day to go to the bachelor party, left the plane docked overnight. The plane was alerted, or the pilot rather, at 6.30 a.m. the following morning. The plane had begun sinking in the water. The party guests all wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, and they're like, oh, my God. And they start freaking out, run down, and they tow this plane out of the water. The, uh, the pilot had a mechanic attend to the plane and fix the damage and then flew home. I don't know if I would I, trust right? a plane. A sunken that, plane? Nah. Like your plane sinks and you're like, all right, call out Jim Bob from the local car shop and take a look at it. And he's like, yep, looks good. Go ahead. And you're that like, is a hungover brain. Yes. That is one of those like, I just got to make it home, you're like, man. I told my I told my girl I'll be back by, so by 8 o'clock on Bell. Tuesday. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. I'm flying back. That's so bad. I mean, but we've all been there in some capacity where you're just like, I just, it's 6 a.m. I woke up a little too early so now I'm kind of still feeling it he's probably kind of like halfway puking on the way as well bless his heart oh boy how did it even sink though like how does a plane that's supposed to float sink they they don't know because it was like one of those seaplanes right Right. it has like the big things on the bottom and I don't know if one of those sprung a leak or what it didn't really say why it started sinking it just said that it did start sinking I mean good for him that he had like a whole bachelor party of bros or somebody from the bachelor party thought it'd be hilarious to sink a seaplane Oh, oh he was jealous. Funny. That is an act of pure yuck and jealousy. If you sink another man's ship. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big offense. Yeah. But I mean, also yeah. kind of funny. Like if he's, the, oh, you're going, you're, 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 you're just fly in here, if land he, your plane. Yeah, if he's the plane douche, like you're like, eh, Dave, you would I'm be the plane it. douche. I know, I know. <laughs> and I know. that would be so horrible. I know. Wait, why, why would you say that I'd be the plane I wouldn't be the plane cool guy? Yeah, well, you're the, <laughs> I, I, I thought we were just calling people with planes douches. I, for one, do not think anybody with a plane is a douche. <laughs> <laughs> you're big fans of people. Or helicopters. Don't yeah, get yeah. on a helicopter. The, That's how you die, Audrey. plane, uh, private jet, much different. Yeah, yeah no, I think PC planes are pretty cool too. Yeah, it, really anything that flies. Sure. Yeah. No, I don't think it's douchey. I think it's douchey if you try and sh- uh, sink another man's seaplane because you don't have one. That's true. Don't let the jealousy get you. Moral of the story. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Country music still sucks. Every time that Morgan guy comes on, I make sure to let everyone know it's a racist song. I guess it is. And I can't believe he got more popular after that. This world is so backwards. Message deleted. Okay, so you're not a big Morgan Wallen fan. I get that. But every other girl that I know absolutely is. And country does not suck. I mean, that's, I just, mean, not, that's just not true. There's, for me, it's a vibe. Like, it's definitely like the... 
outdoor pool, boat, like water type activity. Like country music pairs pretty good I, with that. I've always been a rock guy. Yeah. But they're Same. Who, who is it? Is that is his name Chris Stapleton? Chris yes. Stapleton. Is that country? Is that considered yes. country music? Yeah. Chris Chris Stapleton like and Like Americana. Yeah, like Zach Country. Zach Brown. Like there's uh-huh. a couple of them that kind of cross over and you're like, man, like Chris oh, it's Stapleton. Cowboy music. I, yeah. It's like the cowboy vibe. You know, I grew up I, I grew up on rock and mom, dad, that's just, you know, what was in my household. And so in the 90s, I was listening more to, like, alternative and grunge and, you know, sure. new metal and stuff like that and hated country. Hated it. But now, like, 25 years later or so, the really twangy, like, Brooks and Dunn and Garth Brooks and whatever. All, yeah, 90s I don't even, country. 90s country. Like I have, a, I kind of like it now. Of course you, don't, you do. If you I don't love have it. a soft spot in your heart for friends in low places, like, I don't know if we can hang out, man. Yeah. Like, that's a good karaoke it's song. It's just really weird to me whenever people kind of, like, put themselves in a box. It's like, why are you trying to, it's kind of, it gives me the vibe of, I don't like anything, therefore I am cool. Yeah. You know, and I just don't have anything in common with those people. You like, like what why you are like. you ba- exactly? And why are why you do bashing you hate people? On other people, what they don't like. I mean, that's and I'll tell you this. I told my wife a hundred thousand times. Like, if you if you divorce me, I'm just going to start going to country concerts because <laughs> oh, there's nothing God. but beautiful women. Just there. hot women everywhere with average looking guys. So that would be I would <laughs> yes. fit right. Speaking in. of, aren't me and both of your wives supposed to go to that Morgan Wallen concert? Yeah, you hussies. <laughs> Is stoner even a bad thing anymore? Growing up, everyone was like, hey, man, don't go down that path. You'll be a stoner. First of all, what does that even mean? And two, what's wrong with stoners? Message deleted. I don't think we view, I mean, there was like the stereotypical, like, 70s, 80s stoner. Yeah, like you wake up, you get high out of your mind, and then you, like, slug through work, and nobody really likes hanging out with you because you're antisocial. That's just not the case. First off, weed has gotten way better. And, so much better. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, legal in many parts around the country, but because of that, it it's much cleaner than it used to be, right? And so it's just... Weed is crazy these days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like even our... <laughs> from whenever we were first starting to smoke, however long ago that was, for me, I think it was probably about 15 years ago was the first time I ever hit any type of weed, to now, I have to, like, make sure I'm, like, micro, micro, micro dosing, taking one hit of whatever. Because it's strong. It yeah. is so nuts. You would, you would smoke, yeah. like, you would watch, like, a Cheech and Chong movie, and they had a whole like bag. Gravity bomb. You know, and now that, that the same level of THC in that is in, like, a hit. half of a nug. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so it, it, it is a, a, a little different than that. But I feel like, you know, just the types of it, the, the education that's come behind it. It's just a, it's just a different world now. And if you're looking at as far as like businesses go, booming. How much like vacant retail space those places have taken up and, well, and taken and over and Chris, the tax that they're paying back? You looked at it the other day. Didn't you say that marijuana is what like the fifth most profitable cash crop in the United States? It sure is now. Yeah, isn't that wild? Like out of everything, you're talking about like corn and potatoes and every other crop out there. Wheat. And yes, and weed is number five. That's unreal. I don't know. What's more important in your life, weed or french fries? French fries. I mean, one <laughs> I mean, with that. One, one, that's one an unfair other. comparison, yeah. that's though. That's a, a really relationship. unfair yeah, they, they pair too perfectly. <laughs> yeah. you, can't, you can't split those. Please leave a message after the tone. Important life lesson. When you turn 80, you can literally do anything you want and no one will care. 
Message Dude, I was at an Elton John concert. I took my mom yeah. to an Elton John show at Caesars, one of his uh, final performances there from his residency. And I took my mom, my dad, and my wife, and we had really good seats. I mean, these are seats that I, it's probably the most I've ever spent on a concert ever, just yeah. because it's one Elton's, you know, his first off Elton John tickets, not going to be cheap to begin with, right. let alone one of the final performances in a smaller venue like Caesars. How much you pay for those tickets? I spent, I think, $1,500 for the four of us. Ooh. So it was it was a lot. Yeah. Um, but there was a lady who was sitting two rows in front of us, and she was right on the end. And she was probably 80 years old. And she was up. She was dancing, having a great time. You know, just everybody was having an amazing time at this show, except for the person who was like one row behind her and a couple seats over, just hated that this woman was having so much fun. And I'm, I'm taking it in watching how miserable... The person is watching the person have so much fun. So it was like this weird, like, voyeuristic thing that is going on. Uh -huh. And the lady who was sitting down and unhappy at the happy 80-year-old lady dancing and, and, and having a great time, she ended up like, hey, can you please stop dancing? And the 80-year-old lady was like, no. I will not. A girl. And then she yeah. asked her again, like, will you please stop dancing? And it would be one thing if she was right in front of her or something like that, but yeah. she wasn't. And the old 80-year-old lady was like, no. The old bitch... <laughs> goes to security. Oh, really? Rats her out, says she's being disruptive and dancing, and security comes over, and they go to the eight-year-old woman who was up and dancing, like, ma'am, please come over here. And she's like, no. Security's <laughs> like, no, ma'am, you need to come over here. And she's like, no. no. Just said straight up, no. What a move. Kept dancing. And what is security And like, what are you going to do? Pull out an 80-year-old yeah, woman? you drag me out of here? Who's having fun? They didn't do nothing. Three more songs. Elton does into a, a finale. She walks out like a boss. I'm like, I've never seen somebody who knows what's what like that woman my entire life. Her. Girl. You're, you're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Love her. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we have discovered something that Audrey has now obtained because she has her new puppy, Elmo, who is as cute as could be. I mean, teeny, tiny little it's Elmo. The smallest dog I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, smallest, cutest dog I've ever seen because there's plenty of, like, Small, ugly dogs I don't like. Little rat dogs. But your dog looks like it's a Muppet, like a, a, a Muppet brought to life. She was just sitting in our meeting the other day on the on, on the table, just watching, observing. She mm. loves to sit. Big sitting girl. Loves it. Whew, big sitting energy. <laughs> Little tiny thing. But because this dog is so cute and so compact, you tend to bring her a lot of places. And we've discovered that you now have puppy privilege. And we didn't know that this was a thing. Pretty privilege, I think we've all heard of that, right? Where mm -hmm. good-looking people just get stuff for free because they're good-looking. Audrey already has pretty privilege because you're an attractive young lady, but you add that along with puppy privilege, whew, look out. Hostesses at restaurants love me. I bet. <laughs> um, whenever I've been going out recently, I've kind of been, uh, the funniest one to me was somebody just let me cut in line with my dog. I was like, wow, okay, I'm, I'm definitely going to do this. Like you have a baby or something and like <laughs> right. you're struggling with a child. No, they're just like, that puppy and you are both so cute. You go ahead. Yeah, it was really cute. So you went out for your first girl date with this uh, like friend of a cousin or whatever it is, like kind of convoluted. Friend of I a guess. friend of you a guys, friend. Yeah, you guys <laughs> know each other in a roundabout way. But you reconnected recently. You went out for the first time together and you brought the puppy. Yeah, we did. Is she also pretty? Yeah, yeah, she's gorgeous. So now you have two pretty girls and an adorable puppy. Everybody Did... was stopping us like I was, like we were the Kardashians. Yeah. Like I was toting around Kim. Like everybody just wanted to pet Elmo, be around Elmo. And I didn't realize that it was as annoying 
maybe because my boyfriend and I, whenever we take her to the grocery store or whatever, I, both of us have the same kind of energy knowing that we're going to just let people pet her. Like, well, it's no big deal. And you know it's your dog, so you're proud, so it's like your own yeah. baby. So you have some pride in your pup. And also trying to get her socialized. I know that I want her to be like, okay, around pretty much anybody who touches her or is around her. And I don't want her to get overstimulated and become a barking dog. You know what I mean? Like I'm, sure. I'm, I'm trying to set all of this groundwork, but because of that, now that I'm with somebody who, you know, isn't Chris and Chris, you know, and I have been hanging out uh, recently as well. And he's kind of seen it firsthand with Elmo, how people react. But this third party, another third party, in my girlfriend date night scenario, she was like, we got to stop this. <laughs> what do you mean you got to stop this? <laughs> like, we got, we can't let everybody hold your dog. Oh, so you're letting people hold your dog. Because that, that's what I was going to ask. Like, when women are pregnant, because I've seen this happen with my wife, where strangers will come up and just, like, touch her belly. And that's, that's like crazy, crazy to, me. to me. That's super crazy to me. It, it seems so weird. But then there's been a couple of instances, and only a couple, but where we've had a young child, like a baby baby, and somebody's asked to hold it. And you're like, yeah. no, I don't know you that well, or I don't know you at all. You're not going to hold my baby because what happens if you drop it? You know? And mm -hmm. also, I don't want you touching my baby. Um, but you let people hold Elmo. Yes, I do. Even though she's your little baby. Yeah. Okay. Because, again, I just am trying to get her super socialized. Like, I want her to be okay around puppies, babies, kids. If the eventuality that I have kids myself I, and Elmo's life will hopefully be long, you know, I want her to be okay with people pulling, tugging. You know what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I want her to be okay around others. Yeah. And I just always have viewed it th like that. And it was funny because she was like, Audrey, you can't let everybody hold your dog like this. And so then she became Elmo's management, where she, <laughs> she was like holding her. Yeah. Yes. She's got like she a clipboard and an earpiece yeah. and sunglasses. Yeah, you're she not on the like list. coaching me through the scenario <laughs> of like, just look down, ignore them, look down and walk. And I was like, okay. And I thought it was funny because we really were just trying to get from point A to point B. And we could not progress like a foot in front of us without having a gang of people around us like, hey, can I... Pet your dog, take photos. See, you're, you're doing it all wrong. You're socializing your dog, getting used to people. You need to turn that into an attack. I got dog. an idea, yeah. though. Yeah, I've got an idea. People. Because your Venmo is at poor girl. It is at poor girl. Feel free to always send Audrey any money. And Love stop that. dollar stop bills. Stop that. I think I that's illegal. It. Stop that. Oh. <laughs> uh, but you should start doing what like performers down on like Sunset Strip or in Times Square or on the Las Vegas Strip do. Yeah, take some money for that. Start Get like, or if you're in like Key West, there's always a guy with a parrot. Yeah, always charging to take a picture with the parrot. You should start charging for photos with Elmo and make some money. I was actually because she has an Instagram, which is hilarious that like, I am one at, of those. At poor puppy. At poor puppy. <laughs> yeah. At Elmo yeah. Venmo Elmo poorpuppy.com. Yeah, no, I, I I thought about starting to get her little business cards. Hey, passing buy, them buy out a, with uh, QR codes. You can I mean, do a special. Buy a puppy photo, get some feet photos free. <laughs> some paw, paw, paw photos. Sell her bean, bean toes on the internet on Feet Finder. You know what? I bet there's a market for that. I mean, who doesn't love dog feet? It's, a weird I mean, it's one of my favorite things. You want to chew on a little puppy paw. I literally just like eat her little paws all day long. But yeah, I didn't know that this was like a thing that, I, I don't know, she wasn't annoyed, but she was just, Audrey, you need to stop this. Like it was almost like she was protecting, she thought that people were kind of abusing the puppy privilege. Yeah.
I mean, we cleared the restaurant out the other day. I mean, I'm talking like the, the waitress comes over, and then it was like the hostess, then the bartender, then the chef. It's I not, mean, not even being dramatic. Yeah. You guys thought Can whenever- y'all get back to work and bring me my pickle fries? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It, it was funny because whenever we first talk, started talking about Elmo, about how Dustin said that like 34 people or whatever came up for photos while he was in the airport. I didn't believe it. I thought he was exaggerated. 100%. I actually fibbed to you guys because I knew you wouldn't believe me. The number was higher. What? He said it was like about like 50 people. And Chris has been with me. It's, I got, anytime we were with Elmo anywhere in public, every single person in that vicinity comes up. That yeah, one you woman, start she, charging. The yeah. one woman filmed a TikTok with her, remember? Yes. Uh, you, no, that dog's <laughs> not your dog content dance. for free. Get out of here. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Glitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So we are going to start off Pop Trash today with the best news ever, Mahoney. There is a brand new Nicolas Cage movie that is on the way, and it is called Sympathy for the Devil. I like Nicolas Cage in kind of like these thriller action type of roles. He can still pull it off, and I think he does it really well. I mean, we are kind of in the Nicolas Cage assance right now. Uh, he's had a lot of success. I mean, there was a time when he was taking movies because he had, I think, tax bills uh, and yeah. other things that he needed to pay. I but think he had to sell his castle and his dinosaur skulls. I mean, these is his crypt in New Orleans, whatever it may be. But I feel like you know, starting with I forget what the movie it was, the that like kind of like Pig. horror. No, but Pig was part of the, the like the comeback, the you know the unbearable weight of talent, and then the he has this last movie Dracula. Renfield that comes out as well. I mean, I think we're seeing great Nicolas Cage movies again. So it's like kind of that like little mid season dull, and now we're we're gonna see the true Nicolas Cage in his true final form. Sympathy for the Devil. Here is a taste of the trailer. We should play a little game. I want you to tell me the truth. I'm gonna kill Mr. Happy Trucker and this waitress. Ready? You got me confused with someone else. Really? I'm not who you think I am. I never even told you who I think you are, so how could you know you're not who I think you are? Sounds pretty good. And this one, Mahoney, I think you'll find interesting, is also set in Las Vegas. And the reason why I think that's interesting is because Nicolas Cage, obviously an affinity for Las Vegas, uh, but a bunch of his movies outside of him living there um, have also been set in Las Vegas. Honeymoon in Vegas, Con Air, if you recall, with that plane crashing into the strip, the trust leaving Las Vegas, which he won an Oscar for. So this one takes Nicolas Cage back to Las Vegas. Love it. Mm. Uh, speaking of back out and about, uh, Tool is going to be hitting the road for a North American tour this fall. So if you want to go see Tool live, I mean, there's certainly like an acquired taste. I don't know if everyone loves Tool. I don't think you like go to a Tool if you're sort of like mid-fan. You go to a Tool show if you're a Tool fan, tool for fan, sure. Yeah. But yes. they are certainly an iconic band when Absolutely. it comes to their tours and just and their live shows are, even yeah. better than the, you know, I think if seeing them live can make you a fan. Um, Audrey, you'll appreciate this. Uh, the uh, the Paul brothers, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, have gotten into combat sports. And the uh, the recent thing that is making headlines is that uh, Logan Paul uh, just got tapped out by Izzy. They were just training, but uh, Israel Adesanya, who is one of the yep. best UFC fighters in the world, uh, they were training together. And, I mean, just straight up figure four I mean, leg lock. are we shocked by this? Is Adesanya is one of the greatest fighters in the world, and Logan Paul is a, an incredible athlete. But nowhere near on a world class level like Israel Alessandro. Well, I'm just surprised that his prime energy drink 
you know, didn't get him to the finish line there. That should have made him be able to beat Israel Adesanya. I think yeah. so. This is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Dave and Mahoney, has anyone ever asked you to mentor them? If this was the case, what would you teach him? Mahoney, please don't say nothing. Give us a real answer. Message deleted. So we've actually had that happen a couple of times where we've had individuals doing like class projects on us or asked us to be a part of a presentation where they kind of, uh, you know, have us break down what we do because they're interested in it. And I mean, that's how we came up, Mahoney, is that you and I were just like fanboys of radio mm-hmm. and kind of, I mean, I, I'll speak for myself here. I just kind of annoyed them until they gave me a job. I'd show up at the events, try to become friends with the DJs. Asked them a thousand times. A lot of those times were no, but asked them for a job until finally I broke their spirit, much like I did with my wife, you know, just slowly grinding. Yeah, away. the persistence. There's something to be said about learning uh, persistence and uh, just re- repetition mm-hmm. for that. Uh, being a mentor, though, Dave, I, I've, I've, I feel like I've, I felt like I've been a mentor to a couple people in radio over the years, and uh, they just turned out to be horrible. Uh, like their careers turned out to be yeah. horrible. Because yeah, so I feel like I'm a bad mentor. Because so you're, you mentored them? Yeah. I, well, I thought I was doing the right thing and, mm-hmm. te- you know, passing on things that I had learned. Yeah. And, you know, to help them in their sure. journey and career. Yeah. And everybody who I, you know, took under my Mahoney wing, mm-hmm. uh, just awful. Ah, that's too bad. Please leave a message after the tone. So my girlfriend and I are butting heads at the moment, and it's all over framed photos in the house. So I'm kind of the person who just throws a picture up on the wall. Um, I don't even care how close it is to the other photos or anything. It really doesn't matter. But she is the exact opposite. She's a Virgo, Virgo, Virgo. I'm saying they're just pictures. Who the F cares? She says it's got to be like Pinterest perfect. What do you got? Message deleted. It's got to be like Pinterest perfect. Of course it does. If the pictures are not spaced correctly or if they're crooked or whatever, you are a psychopath. I've seen some of those like weird collages with different size yeah, frames. Yeah, but that, that look cool. looks good because it's done with intention. Yeah. Whenever you're just slapping a couple photos up on the wall, absolutely I not. I think about my grandmother's house growing up. You know, she had, I think... Uh, what seven kids or something like that, and mm-hmm. then you know, just it was it was it was it was like a two bedroom house, three bedroom house, whole bunch of people there, and there were you know all the grandkids and stuff like that. There was probably, I would say, in this house it was maybe fifteen hundred square feet or so, fourteen hundred square feet, fourteen hundred square feet and seven kids. Yeah, holy moly! Uh, that there were probably five hundred photos. On the wall, and they were just. But I mean, it just. But it made it cozy, huh? But it, it just felt, it like felt it, homey. It felt yeah. homey. It felt yeah. homey. You know, like where's my house right now? There are four pictures on the wall, and it does in, not in the feel entire homey, house. Does it? Did you it feel, did you hang those pictures, or were they already up? Well, I had my dad do it because I'm not good <laughs> at hanging pictures. So, but it's funny because I was just talking with again with Chris about this not too long ago because both of us moved into uh, kind of the general same area, and our apartments are about the same size. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, like he said, he has a ton of like photos that he just like doesn't know whether or not he's going to put them up on the wall. And I was like, honestly, clutter, Ugh. and to a to a certain degree, obviously clean clutter is different than dirty clutter and dirt. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. But just like you said, Mahoney, the the things on the walls make it feel more like home. It does. Yeah. And that's one of the things that like, you know, renting the house that I'm renting now 
is even though I've kind of fallen behind on this since I've been there for two months, I got I was hot and heavy right out the gate. Like I'm gonna make this place homey, so it's like I like it here, so I adjust to the area better. Everything feels more like home sooner, which, you know, when I, when I lived in Houston, Texas, I lived in that house for 18 months and I'd never unpacked. You know, and it's I, wild. And I, and I hated it. Is the thing that always strikes me because, you know, recently with the move and everything is when you're leaving one house, like it feels like you're moving when you take the pictures off the wall. Yeah. Like that's the thing where you're like, oh my God, like I'm actually leaving this place. Or a breakup. Yeah. When you finally, I was actually, because I've been watching The Sopranos, uh-huh. and one moment whenever she had just had a, an affair with somebody and uh-huh. she looked over and Tony's photo still was there and they were already separated. I was like, dang, girl, you did not. Like, I feel like that's step one. Yeah, you weren't planning you, on that. No, you yeah. weren't. You got to take the photos Is down. the modern version of that, like, uh, delete those photos on Instagram? Yeah, you can't burn sure. photos yes. anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Taking them down or archiving them or something. And that's how you also know. That the, the new relationship is serious. You're like, all right, all the... The old ones are going away. They're deleting. Yep. See you later. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, are you one of those guys that will, uh, you know, go number two at work? Uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an emergency, yeah. So we've worked with people over the years here at the radio station where it's not an emergency. In fact, they just make it part of their daily routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, we have a couple of people around here that we know exactly what time they go to the restroom. And there's a few of them that are so foul that we actually avoid the restroom during those hours. And there's a, obviously a fairly significant buffer on the backside of that. How are you that regular and how is it that early in the day that you are blowing it up? At work already. Like, what did you eat for breakfast where at 9.47 every day you've got to blow the bathroom sky high? Like, that we, happens here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every yeah. single it's, uh, it's pretty ridiculous, Audrey. That's wild. And what's crazy is that, like, y'all be looking at people's shoes? Oh, we yeah, know exactly who's, who's I'm like, I, know, I know who you are. Like, I see those shoes. How do you do that? We you know guys who don't it have is. Lady, or like the spray, I call it lady spray, but you guys don't have like room spray in there? No. The ladies' no. restroom does. The So the men's restroom has like an automatic one because I don't think they trust us to uh, manually right. use yeah. it. But so like you'll be in there, if you're in there by yourself, it's kind of disconcerting because you'll just hear that. Yeah, like, what? what? The hell? Who's, who's that there? ghost? Is either there a, a rattlesnake or, a, or somebody farting in the other stall? <laughs> that is so funny. I'm going to bring some dude spray in there and see if y'all start using it. Appreciate because there's nothing we, we worse than walking in after someone's just been just slamming. Also, like a courtesy flush. Yeah, man. It's like, not out of the question, right? Like, don't get crazy. Courtesy flush. It's not your water. Uh, also, uh, you got to be careful with the, uh, the pooping at work because a man in China found out the hard way uh, that you can be fired uh, for pooping at work. He took it a little further than most of us would, I think, though. What did he do, Dave? Uh, he was taking up to six hours in the toilet every day during his eight-hour work shift. He was you know, I mean, sometimes these things just take a while. Six hours every day. Six hours every day out of his eight hours. So the Chinese court recently ruled that the daily toilet breaks of the man uh, were not within reasonable or normal physiological needs, no, even though he cited not. health concerns for the reason that he was pooping uh-huh. six hours a day. I mean, that's workplace theft. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean, man, ride it out. I, I like that the employer was like, hey, man, you got to go. And then he's like, I'm suing you. Like, this guy sounds kind of exhausting. I appreciate him taking his shot at things. But finally, the court's like, you do not have to poop for six hours a day. And if you do. You don't know my life. No, man. I courts. Do. This is also China. Like, how were you ever even able to just not work for six hours out of your eight hour days? Yeah, like what in the child labor are you talking about? Like, since when do you think you can get away with not working in China? 
the idea that he was trying to pull off six hours a day out of his eight-hour shift, again, respect for trying, didn't work out. So I think this sets a dangerous press ass dent. Okie dokie. What would All that right. press address men- okay. meant be? All right. Mahoney? We, we're done. <laughs> I nailed it. Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>